Hey, good people of the universe, it's your friend Mayor K wishing you a great day and welcome to the Great Day Podcast. Today we have Mendy Pellin. And before we delve into this awesome, awesome podcast conversation, a shout out and a thanks to our sponsor, Munch Media. They are a full in-house video production company from documentaries to creative music creative music videos. They do it all, corporate commercials. They'll help you with the idea, pre-production, post-production, the whole nine. They got you covered. And I've used them in the past. I, I know them. They're dear friends of mine. And the whole process from beginning to end is really, really pleasant. It's, very, it's a joy to work with them. Big shout out to munchmedia.net. That's M-U-N-C-H-M-E-D-I-A.net. Nets. And so we have Mendy Pellin with us today. Comedian, director, father, husband, human friend, so many titles. I had a blast sitting down with Mendy in his home and chatting about comedy, Jewish entertainment, where it's all heading, the challenges of being a performer, dating. We talked about that too. And Mendy even took the lead and asked me questions, which I which was something a bit different, and I and I liked it. I really did. It was fun. I hope you have as much fun listening to this podcast as I had creating it. So without further ado, Mendy Pellin. Yeah, all right. There we go. Nice. What's up, friends? We are sitting here in Mendy Pellin's beautiful apartment in Crown Heights, Brooklyn, New York. Voila. Thanks for having us and hosting us today. It is an honor to have you over. Always nice to see you, Mayor. Likewise, man. It's it's really uh it's really great to be here. You're really making my day great. Oh, so well that's what this that. podcast is all de- all about. That's right. It's the Great Day Podcast. The Great okay. Day Podcast. It's a good start. What's a great day look like for Mendy Pellin? That's a good question. First of all, it's a good coffee. It's all about the coffee. If you have a good coffee, then the rest of the yeah, day. Yeah, heavy is coffee all- drinker? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, no, I don't drink a lot, but you know, in the morning I like I have to have that coffee. How do what you about have your coffee? Black. Mm, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just straight up. Yeah. I think anyone in this business, because the late hours and stuff like that, it, the, it slowly got darker and darker until it's just black <laughs> just, as you can go. You know? Yeah, 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 totally. Well, I mean, that's that's pretty interesting to see. Do you are you still hustling like you used to, like when you just got into this, like back in like Mendy Report days? No, no, no. I can't. I can't do that anymore. <laughs> I can't physically. <laughs> you have physically and also I, family or uh, like with the Mandy Report, I'm I uh I remember once staying up literally three nights in a row. No. And three days, nights, just editing. Yeah. And on the third day, I had a date. With the wifey? No, no, no. Okay. Someone else. And and this is before I was married. Yeah. We have to clear, you know, <laughs> clear the air there. Um and and then uh, I was like, you know what? Let me take a 15-minute nap, you know, so that before I go on this date. And uh, and it was supposed to be the last date in this series of dating with mm. this girl. And why did why was this going to be the last? Like, you because knew I knew this? I knew oh. like it's over. I just like, give it one more, you know, like uh, just it like a pity date. You it was a get... pity date. I think oh. it was a pity date. Yeah, it was, mm. just just uh, like I was 99% sure it's over. Just gotta just make sure for sure. Okay, but. That 15 minute nap turned into like a 18 hours of sleep. <laughs> oh, no. I woke up like the next day. I didn't know where I was, <laughs> oh, what gosh. happened. And you, so you totally missed the date. I totally missed the date. Wow. And she was in work in like Long Island. I was supposed to pick her up in Long Island. Oh, so, gosh. so she didn't, 
you know, she didn't come. She was just, I, I see a whole bunch of missed calls. Like, um, oh, yeah, that my last oof, ride's about rough. to leave now. Are you coming? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, she, she, so I had to do two more dates to make up for that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. So that, okay. That's, that's, that's good. Those are the early days. <laughs> Those you know are the early days. Yeah. Wow. That's intense. Yeah. yeah. That's how's, in how's your dating life? Let's talk about your dating life. My dating have life. You, have you stood <laughs> anyone up yet? This is, this, who's in the hot seat, man? This is not, <laughs> I feel like I'm in the hot seat right now. Oh, we're schmoozing. Yeah, no? we are schmoozing. How's yeah. my dating life? Um, I, I'm, I'm, it's non-existent. Um, actually it's, I'm not dating. I, I consciously made that decision recently. Um, well, it sort of transitioned. There was this part where I told myself, oh, I'm too busy to date. My, I'm career focused. And I'm, and I, and for the most part, that's really true. I have been, I could really relate to like your many, you know, many report days of like not sleeping and like just living off. Well, I wasn't drinking coffee back then, but just like the excitement, the adrenaline of yeah. creation and like feedback and numbers and, and, and all that jazz. Then I transitioned from all that hustle more into like this reflection of like, I realized, okay, all this feed, I've been feeding myself and filling myself with, with creation and goal-oriented ideas and goals. Um, and then once I slowed down on that, I was like, okay, let me feed, I feel a little empty right now. And I realized I couldn't step into a relationship before I dealt with that. So I've been in this phase now where I'm just like working through that, like, you know, well, we're going deep wow. quick, no, no, man. That's, no, that's amazing. But it's true though, but I'm, I'm spending yeah. my, at time like, figuring that out and then creating this space, this sanctuary where I'll be able to like invite somebody in or, you know, come across and be in that mindset and health, healthy enough to be in, in a relationship. Wow. Wow. Yeah. If only everybody uh, followed that path because you can't really have a good full relationship unless you are in a good relationship with yourself. You True. Know what I'm yeah, totally. So, so it, it was, it was a very, it was, yeah, it's a great, it's, it's been a great experience, like realizing, you know, and shifting from, also, like from that hustle, hustle, I've, I've shifted my way of being when it comes to my my goals and my career. And um, but I, it's very close. I feel like I'm, I'm getting close to where I want to be. It's never going to be perfect, but the understanding of like, okay, I'll, I'll be ready now today. Um, yeah, people are always asking, um, which is very considerate and very nice. Right. But yeah. That is very nice. I, yeah. You, you feel like at this point you could get anybody you want. And the, the choice is just overwhelming you. It's a big pond. So you're just like, wait a second, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me just first check me in, okay? I don't know what I want. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and then what's scary, is, and what it is, is that if you don't know what you want, everybody's telling you what you want, yeah. and then that's, that's confusing. So yeah. I have to like really pull the brakes. I'm like, oh yeah, maybe I do want someone who's loud. No, no, maybe you want, maybe you're, you're too loud. You want someone who's quiet. I'm like, yeah. what do I want actually? So. I slow it all back. I know it's what, what I really want to figure that out. And once I'm able to have more clarity on that, I feel like be more certain. Like, it's okay, like going no, into no. a supermarket just to browse and then all these salespeople, hey, get this. Like, whoa, whoa, one second. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm doing here. I was just like, <laughs> the door was open. I just walked in. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, um, it, it, you got to make a, you want to go out, make a shopping list yeah. or else you're going to leave Costco with just Everything, things yeah. I don't even need. You don't need when, the baggage. Well, then when you dated, when you when you entered the dating scene, did you have clarity about who you were? No, no, no. Okay, I didn't. You were young. <laughs> how old? You, how old are you? Uh, I was 23, 24. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I didn't know anything. So <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I definitely encourage people because it it definitely um, you know helps you out in it, within your marriage, within finding the right person to. Do exactly what you're doing. Just, take the time. Just taking the time to really check yourself. I remember dating and I told my wife, you know what? I need a week to think about it. Even though I knew like we were getting married. Yeah. Because I had to edit. 
<laughs> you know, I was like, it was just, it was, I got, you got gigs, you got, yeah, you got yeah, jobs. It was just like, I was so in the mode of, of doing, you know, and, and I, the dating was just taking up too much of my time. Right. And I was just like, you know what? I really got to think about our relationship. Let's no con, let's try no contact for a week. And then boom, I'm catching up on editing. <laughs> wow. That's, that's pretty. So, I mean, that while you were dating though, and like, how, how did you, like, how do you make, like, who were you? What kind of person were you then? And how did that transform over the time? Um, I think I was more on autopilot back then, mm -hmm. uh, just uh, going with my gut intuition and feeling and stuff like that, and just unaware of of really why, what was behind, what was beneath the surface. Mm -hmm. You know, it took more time before I saw learn my ingredients. Yeah, you know? sure. And then it was like, well, that's why I keep on doing that stupid behavior or this thing, like it. And then the only way to really end a cycle that you don't like is to define it. Right. You know? Well, was it hard for you to date? I know it was a little pivot, but was it hard for you to date as the celebrity that you were? I mean, you were building a brand. People knew who you were. You are getting stopped in the street. I mean, were selfies a big deal back, back in 2007, 2008? Uh, selfie? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah I was, I was, uh, yeah, whenever, <laughs> whenever I went out with my wife, people asked for pictures, you know? Well, whatever. so how was it for, I mean, I guess that's a question for her, but yeah. like, how was it? for her or how was it for you dating as a celebrity how'd you know shulamit was you know dating you for you and not for your celebrities well i think she was the first one that um like it didn't phase her okay you know a lot of a lot of other girls like the the most of the conversation took I'm asking up. for a friend yeah yeah asking yeah. for a friend most of the conversation took up you know, like uh, th this thing you did and that, how was that? And, you know, like, uh, like they were more of a fan. Mm -hmm. And then uh, she was like, you know, can we talk about something else? Oh, nice. <laughs> you know, and I was like, oh, really? Okay. Okay. Mm. We could talk about I something see you. else. I like that. Game. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. Did she help you discover more about yourself through the dating process? Um, the dating process, we dated for a really, really short time. So mm. I, I didn't know. It was like, in all like three weeks and then we were engaged for like four weeks or something wow yeah, so it's just wow. like that's interesting and i was in the middle of editing the whole time so i didn't even it's like it's like yeah okay we'll get married okay you know i was just i was in the middle of my work you know that's were you direct did you direct did, did you direct your own wedding video oh <laughs> i did i did film a lot of it like after the video after the wedding i took my wife for um shawarma on, mm. on coney island yeah and so I brought a video, you know, with the nice. with the wedding you gown. Don't eat, you don't they eat at the wedding, right? There's no, no, there's no, no you don't, now. you don't eat at the wedding. Yeah, you're starving at the end. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like the wedding's over. I'm like, we're hungry. Um, let's go eat. <laughs> so. Nothing, nothing, uh, nothing more tastier than a shawarma after a night of dancing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's good. It's good drunk food. It's and, good post wedding. And we food. got it for free. Oh. If wow, you was it because you were married or because you're Mandy Pellin? No, no, we, no, we came, you know, like... In the gown, in the, the gown suit, and the everything. Nine. Yeah. Oh, wow. And they served us. They're like, no, 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 no. Chatan Kala, sit, la shevet. You know. Oh, they were Sephardi, so they were into the whole... Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we got you. Oh, psh, amazing. So take me back Take me back a bit before, you know, we got into, like, you know, the whole Mandy Pellin phase of life. Okay. I mean, Denver, Colorado, you know, a bit random. I would, I would never assume that. You grew up in, like, in a... In a Balchuva, like a religious home, or yeah, yeah. yeah my parents were Balchuva, mm. and uh, my mother came in through Shlomo Karlbach. She, oh. she was playing guitar and whatever. Oh, nine, yeah, and the music, and she was a hippie. And mm. then um, my father was just picked up the Bible one day and and just like you know this is interesting. Let's uh, let's take some classes, learn more about it. You know, uh -huh. so like uh, they became religious before I was born, and uh, we had an uncle who was a Rebbe in. 
Colorado, wow. Rabbi Twersky. Rabbi Shlomo Twersky. Is your uncle. Yeah. So Very cool. Uh, through, mar- through marriage, yeah. my 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 aunt married him. So we... Uh, I was about to say, you, uh, you look like him a bit. But oh, oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's the beard. It's the beard. And the nose. So, um, yeah, so we lived there for a little bit, but then uh, my, most of my life I grew up here. Yeah, in Carnites. Yeah. Wow. And you grew up with like pop culture and like a lot of your videos, there's so much references to, to, to movies, to films, to, to pop culture. Is that something that you, you grew up with or is that something you just got interested in later on in life? Uh, so we got our dosages of that on mainly on Sundays. I used to go to my grandmother's house, who was not religious in Queens. Yeah. Uh, we we didn't have a TV, you know. Oh wow! Okay. So we got our little dosage of Mister Rogers and nice. all that other jazz in was, there. Was that when? Did, was there? Who was your inspiration? I would say, who's who was your comedic? Who was your inspiration when it came to comedy or to filmmaking? Who'd you look up to in that sense? Uh, definitely uh, Seinfeld. Yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. I see. Yeah, I would say I see a lot of curb within you. A lot of the way you know the awkward pauses and the way you. Uh, Hold space. Yeah. Yeah. Well, more like, yeah, more Kerr, but yeah, totally. Larry. Are you a big Larry David fan? Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You met him, Larry. Yeah. 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 I did. I did. You're working on, or weren't you working on some sort of comedy documentary? Yeah. It's it's still, I mean, we're still working on it, but um, yeah, I filmed, uh, I filmed like an interview like this with, uh, with Larry for the, for the show, for the the, uh, pilot. And um, give him a Tals bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you did your homework. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember you posted about it. Oh, I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, hey, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave him a Talis bag, and right away, he's like, you know what? I woke up this morning, and I was like, you know what? I need, I need to go tefillin shopping. <laughs> I need some tefillin. And look at this. You bring me some tefillin. I gotta go shoot up on some drugs right now. So I got tefillin. It's perfect. <laughs> It's a, that's yeah, yeah. He, he went on a whole thing a whole when I gave it to him. Yeah, yeah. But he he wouldn't he wouldn't put him on. You know? No, he no, tried. Yeah, 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 yeah. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. Uh, just bad. Did he talk to you about that? Like his this- Chabadniks. Let me just tell for those that are not Chabad that are listening to this. Mm. Uh, Chabadniks are one track minded. You know, we try to get friendly. We make believe we're getting friendly with someone, but we're really just trying to get into your sleeve. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And uh, we just want to get into those sleeve and and wrap up that leather and roll it. Roll it up and put the filling on you. That's, and uh, so I tried to do that with uh, him and it didn't work. It, re- it would have been a real flex. I mean, also all about like, you know, we, we go through like our like, you know, grandmothers, they sort of take out their you know, the photo albums. They show their like, your cute grandchildren, like Chabonics, like take out their phones and they're like, yo, who'd you wrap up? Oh, you got Jeremy Piven? Oh, dude, I got Larry David. Oh, what? I got The Rock. He's not Jewish. Psh, bro, those arms. Those arms. I mean, it's all about, it's, it's, it's yeah, yeah. quantity right there. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's it, yeah, but I feel you though. Have you ever, yeah. has anyone ever come over to you and asked you uh, if you're Jewish you want to put on the phone yeah sure I was just even recently on Hanukkah time which I mean I used to yeah which my my mashpia my like my mentor in yeshiva um I I actually brought up to him one day on Fridays we'd go around doing Messiah and I came back saying like oh this one like you know Jewish guy came over to me he's like what you're Chabad like apparently I guess I wasn't wearing my hat at the time and uh, in Mashpia, he came at me. He's like, "What? Someone doesn't know that you that you're Chabad. That you don't look Chabad." Like he was very rough on me that I, I didn't look the part. Um, so, in any case, yeah, there are times. What, how did that feel, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I felt super guilty. Were, were you like? I was like, yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm one of you guys. Yeah, I I'm undercover. You know, yeah. I'm, I did not process that back then, but uh, I, I now if, by asking me, I felt I felt guilty. I felt like I did something wrong. Uh, how was I supposed to look, you know? And 
Yeah, I so and today, of course, I um, I would say I perhaps I don't know what I look like. I'm just, you know I'm, I identify. Ooh, I don't know. Identify. I definitely as Chabad. I definitely relate to being Chabad. The Chabad transcends. I have friends who don't keep Shabbos or eat kosher, and like you know, they still identify being Chabad, and you know, in some ways. Yeah, for sure. It's yeah. about it's about the the good deed that you do right now, not about the lifestyle yeah, as much. You totally. Know? And I've been I've been and what's really been I've been blessed with is that I guess people view me as just being as a as a Jew and an Orthodox Jew. And so I'm able to find myself in many different like spaces within the Jewish world. I mean, I, I also speak, I, I'm actually referring to like speaking engagements or even like events, but I've just recently been like did an event with BBYO, which is more like, I would say more pluralistic mm -hmm. reform conservative movement. And then I also do a, a, a weekend with uh, Orthodox, you know, sometimes with Chabad or with modern Orthodox, whatever that may look like. So it's, it's really nice. I feel fortunate enough to be able to like connect and relate to all types of Jews and all different types of backgrounds. Right. I, I know that you're supposed to be asking me the questions, but nah, you, this is great. I you love remember, this. You remember when you had the long hair? Yeah. And you asked me, uh, you think I should cut the hair? Yes, right. And and I and I answered you and I said, no, keep the hair. <laughs> because the uh, You're one of the few people who actually said that, right? Everybody's yeah. like, what? I, I said because once once you cut the hair, then you're going to, you know, you're going to go into the box of Chabadnik and then they, everyone's going to have a certain expectation of you. Mm. And, and if you don't, if you do any little thing that doesn't fit into the expectation, they're going to be like, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. yeah, just look at you're right, you're right. And so like, if you, if you have that, then any little thing good you do, they're going to be like, ah, <laughs> look at you, look at you. That's wow. very good. Very good. Yeah. So that's that's very very true, and I I definitely have experienced that. I try to keep my haircut still a little, you know, on the fly, the fades and the chip in the front. So you know, keep it and keep it on the line. But uh, there has definitely been a shift. You know, once you start looking a certain part, people expect you know there's already that expectation right away, and disappointment comes with expectation. And but you know, I've I've worked through that and, and gotten okay with you know where how I show up in life and and people how they relate to it as well. Did you come across when you created videos? Are there, are there videos that you sort of create, are the videos that you created that feedback would come back and you'd be like, ooh, maybe I did cross the line there. Did you second yeah, guess yeah, yourself? Yeah, yeah, for sure. For many times, yeah. many times. But I mean, listen, comedy lives on the border. Sure. And, and, and you have to be willing to accept that, you know what, I, I did cross the line there. You know, I'm glad that I got feedback about it and I'll, you know, I'll try not to do that you know, in the future. Yeah. When, I still think when, we should do the COL live mean comments type oh, of yeah. uh, video. <laughs> we just read through like the comments and just. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day when I first started with, uh, um, before YouTube. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> what? What world do you talk of? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel very old. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, uh, I, I bet on Google video. So Google video came out Teach and me. then a Teach little bit old. after Google video yeah. came YouTube mm. and I was like, come on, Google's going to win the war for YouTube. I'm not even messing with it. And I was uploading everything to YouTube and then, uh, I mean, to, to, to Google. Google. Yeah. Um, and I remember there was like a 10 minute limit and then, and then they're like, uh, once you reach a certain status, you go to 15 and then right. more and more. This. Um, but I remember in those days you didn't get that many, I got, I got literally hundreds of emails every single episode every single video i put on hundreds of emails of people either venting or you know i mean you were you were ahead of the curve i mean for like me even me i mean you're not that many years older than me but like you're definitely 
an inspiration in many ways, you know, going online, seeing the the comedy, the videos that you're creating, the content that, that was out. No one else was doing that, you know, making satire, making fun of, of the different, you know, movements in, in Judaism, um, getting on the street, man the street. Like, it was just very, very funny to see that. And um, I think you're one of like the four, one of the forefathers of when it comes to, to, to social media. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing to see that. Um, so back then, were there, I mean, I know, well, back then, who were you like looking up to? Who was inspiring you in that space? Was there like any other influ well, yeah, back then no one said influencers, but there were other creators that you were feeding off or collaborating with? Uh, there weren't that many c collaborations with anybody. No food bloggers back then? No, no. <laughs> I, I remember you, you on YouTube, you type in Jewish yeah. and only one page of, of results came back and they were pretty much all my videos. Wow. Yeah, it was. That is wild. Yeah, yeah. It, you dominated it was, the space. Yeah, yeah. It was... Uh, it, it was a whole different world back then. Do you think what if I kept on doing that? Like what if I, you know, did more of that social media? Well, I, I think, to it? yeah, I, I definitely do think about that. You know, everything evolves. I got married, had kids, had a feed, you know, mouse to feed. So I had to definitely take on uh, more well-paying gigs and right. stuff. Um, so I couldn't just, you know, go down that road. Right. It was very hard to convince people to now it's a lot easier, but it was very hard back then to to sell the value of having a product, have a, you know, and the, the whole influencer thing was that term wasn't coined yet. So right. like, you know, I remember I went to this uh, store and, and, you know, like you want to put an ad and he's and the most he was willing to pay was like three hundred dollars. But he wanted a Hollywood style. Oh, yeah. Commercial right. for that. Also right. for free for that three hundred dollars. <laughs> sure, yeah. sure. And they actually wanted to slap the logo everywhere. Oh, yeah. And like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. They, it's I think feel like people in, in, in our community have a hard time understanding subtle adver advertisement and oh, marketing. Yeah. So I mean, it goes a long way. And I, I come across this still today, you know, what and also what the client expectations are and what the budget is and yes. how you match that up. But even today, I mean, through social media, people are making a living off it. Have you thought about going back to to doing those types of videos and creating that that content? Um, or do you feel like you moved out of that style and now you just want to I think I think I got a little burnt out. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know how like all these influencers, you see them like I'm I'm gone for a month, you know, like I'm burnt out. Yeah. Like that happened years ago for me, I think. You wow. know what, what was that it's, turning point? Um I think it was just the same, you know, you know, putting stuff out, getting that high, you know, getting the feedback and then getting, you know, clabbered when you try to take a little risk. And it was just like, you know mm. what, I don't, you know, it's too many highs and lows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I can't, and also in terms of I need more stability to pay for all these kids and right. wives <laughs> and stuff. You, you know? This was before Drew Bellish or was Drew Bellish like a second run? Like, hey, I'm going to try to make this more official and then. Drew uh, Bellish was actually, um, uh, I, I got an investor um, that that he came to me and he's, and he's, yeah. And he's like, hey, build this brand and then I'll figure out how to monetize. Mm. So. You know, I built That's a brand. I, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. I, built, I put out content. I built a brand. We got on the cover of the Wall Street Journal. I mean, we really got out there. Wow. A picture of me in the like the stencil thing. Yeah, it was yeah. amazing. Wow. Uh, but then he he was then he just like I don't know how to monetize this. So. <laughs> oh. So yeah. So after a while, that that kind of went uh, belly up there. Yeah. But it was it was fun while it lasted. You know. That's I mean do you, as I mean as as freelancers it's very it's it's quite scary isn't it it's not like knowing where that next paycheck may come or where you know that next idea or that client will come from yeah 
Yeah, so, it's a very tough uh, business to be. In. I mean, for you, it's uh, it, it you know like, like there are. I'll be honest with you. Some I see some projects that you take on, and I'm like, why is he doing that? Oh, like, okay. yeah. Like, why, why are you taking on that project? I Ooh, know. Which I, one? What are you I talking about? I know you don't want to really <laughs> be doing that project. You're just making a quick few few dollars. Get specific, man. But you Call only have out. one mouth to feed. Yeah. You could afford it's to really true. do what you love right now. Why? Yo, it's so true. How, how do you, how do you like, um, <sighs> how do you decide point. when you get like, uh, like, oh, here's $10,000 to do this? Yeah. How do you decide? No, I'm not gonna. You know what I'm saying? Wow, man, that's a great question. I I've been doing a lot more reflection, so I on that on that issue or those decisions, I would say. So it's, it's thank God I've been very fortunate enough. After like a couple of viral videos went up, people started reaching out. Hey, can you make us this video, that video, this video, that video? And what I didn't want happen happened. What I mean by that is that you know I initially started off with like these videos to go out and uh, yeah showing up as a Jewish person but universal messages and right. social media social experiments and short films that talk to everybody Jewish non Jewish no but it doesn't make a difference you can you're a human being you connect with it it moves you it touches you it makes you laugh and then slowly I did just you know doing one saying yes to this saying yes to that I eventually found myself just like making videos for a more organizations yeah. more Jewish and they're, and they're like we want Mayor K for this but just without Mayor yeah. K and without that <laughs> and do this and have this boring thing and do oh, that and do that. Yeah. And then you're like- And then that sort of burnt me, that sort of com yeah. that comes together. I wake up a year later, cause like time just flies. As you know, once you go into like a video project, like yeah. weeks become hours, like just bam, bam, bam. And then that becomes your life. You know, what I spend my time on is my life. And yeah. so I have been speaking, taking more time during this reflection period as well. It's like figuring out, okay, what, like sort of refining myself because I, it's been like two years now where I feel like I slowly got away from my center. Um, and I'm, I'm appreciative of all the jobs and it's been fun. Some, like you said, more exciting than others. And sometimes I look back and I'm like, why did I just do that? And what I what it is is because it's this high. So it feeds a certain part of me, but not really my essence of me. Right. So I said yes to like the hustle, but it wasn't really what I wanted to do through that hustle. Yeah. So it just takes time. I'm learning from it. I'm growing. And um, I did go through multiple burnt out stages and through those processes, now I'm in, in a place where I'm like thinking to myself, I also just turned 30 years old. So, you know, it's this time where I, I am like saying, okay, what do I really want to do again? What, what, what am I passionate about? And it's a bit scary because it, it, I'm sort of seeing that it may not be that social media hustle like I used to from my 26 to 30 now. It may be long term, long form style content, documentary, feature film. These are goals that I've always wanted to do, but I've been pushing off because of that putting out three videos a day because that's what everybody's yeah. doing yeah. and it served its purpose. So, um, yeah, so it's, 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 it's just, you know, learning and growing. And now it's like taking time to, um, I, I started, you know, I stepped into the social, in the nonprofit space now working on super soul party, which has been, Oh really yeah, yeah. So, so let me, here's my theory about this super soul party. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you have an idea. Go gentle on me, man. Okay. Go gentle. Let, you have this idea. <laughs> what would be a heartwarming video for like like let's give some coats to homeless and, yeah. and let's let's bring let's invite homeless to the super watch the Super Bowl. Let's it, it'll be make a great video. But right. then something happened to you when you were yeah. actually doing it, where you actually like felt like wow. Wow. Like you felt something. Sure. Totally. And then it turned from like, let's make a good video to like, this is an amazing thing to do. 
Yeah. Am I right? Totally. I mean, yes, yes, and yes, yes, and no. What I mean is like, yes, the idea was to do something inspirational and it was, I was in this mode of creating content that, that moves and inspires people. Once I wanted my videos to like make leaders out of like leaders of leaders. Go out and do something yourself, and that's it's sort of easy enough the idea. Right. Um, and so I did that, and something did move me and touch me. But then when the following year came about, I was thinking about doing it, but I wasn't. I was. It was like getting close to it. I wasn't really taking any real action. And then other people reached out to me and say, "Hey, Mayor, what's going on with the Super Bowl this year? Like, we want to get involved." And that sort of inspired me to see, like, wow, people want to get involved. This it does have legs. It went. The video went viral. Uh, famous people, you know, celebrities were posting about it. The news covered it. So that sort of gave me the confidence. I was like, hey, okay, there's something here to do. And then, but let's just say I did not, I did not imagine myself starting my own nonprofit. No. And, uh, and it's pretty cool. So right now I'm allowing the process to go. I'm not trying to control. I, try, right. I used to try to control my destiny. Like by now I would want this. And this is what I see myself by 29 or 30 and so on and so forth. And uh, with that comes disappointment because if you don't reach those goals, yeah. man, it just throws you off. And that you're, you're the hardest on yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hardest critic is self, totally. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but... And how many how many states are, are you doing this in? Uh, we're doing it 20 this year. 20 wow. cities for 2020. Wow, that's yeah, amazing. It was a goal, yeah. Huge, it was a huge, it's, it's a huge accomplishment. Not volunteers, everybody stepping in. People who are Jewish, people who aren't. The idea is to really just step in and help and create a space where people could just feel dignity again. How, how do you how do you get the right homeless people? Because there's so, there's some homeless people that that are you know like a lot of homelessness is due to mental to, uh, you know disabilities. Men, yeah, mental and, health and, and, and mental health and. And and if you bring the wrong person, it could be dangerous. You yeah. Know? So what do you what do you do to like filter out? Yeah. And for a while, you know, the world's gonna try to shut you down, no matter what you try to do. And so when I was sharing this idea to earlier on with some donors and just people who I was thinking about, they said, "What are you What are you doing?" You know, most of the people are, have mental issues and they're on drugs and, and addicts, and it's not. It's like, and it sort of it slowed me down. I was like, "Oh man, like what's the point?" But the fact is, is that it's, there are many, many people who aren't going through that, who yeah. are just, you know, bad choices in life. And, um, and let's be honest, many of us have our own mental health issues. I think a lot of us are scared of our, our, what we see in, the, in people who are experiencing homelessness and that it mirrors us. Yeah. So we're afraid to engage with that aspect. And so we just sort of shut off and say, oh, label, these are people that I don't want to deal with and so on and so forth. So um, yes, there are those issues. However, right now we're, we're dealing with people who are in a shelters. So there's already oh, that. Okay. So we are inviting people from the shelters as well as there are, we do have elements of people are able to go online and download tickets and invite people off the street. But of course, within that, there's their own discretion, their own common sense. If someone's on the street, who's able to engage, who's sober, who could have a conversation, then we can, we, we invite them to that. And also the parties do have security as well. So um, we do take certain steps to like make sure that it's a safe environment for everybody, and uh, and then eventually yes we'll move down once we grow and have you know the right proper officials and and proper educators in in our community in our, in our organization we will tackle the mental health aspect as well, uh, and some parties do have therapists and so on so we you know we're doing the best that we can that I can and we're not allowing the you know the no's and naysayers it's not perfect but right we're we're showing up kudos brother yeah, kudos that's a uh... yeah. <laughs> That's, that is really amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. So winding it back, actually, the, yeah, I yeah. have to say one thing. That, well, I mean, what I love about you is before I I was maybe earlier starting out. I, I remember I was in LA and I reached out to you. Yeah, yeah. You remember this? Yeah, yeah. Very sure, cool. Sure. And I, I was just very humbled by you saying yes to my question of like, hey, can I come by and like just talk to you about 
you know, video and like, what's it like, you know, in the space and LA and you jumped on it right away. I was very, I was very touched by that. And we sat down and we talked and it was, it was cool. And you were, I think you were, you were rocking your Kipa, which you're wearing now, which I forgot what you call it. What do you call it? The, the half off. The half off. Yeah. Because you could I do a half it. off. <laughs> and she yeah. was like, things half off. Exactly. I love it. And you're able to, and different colors. Did that, yeah, yeah. that Mix and match, Kipa you know? ever take off? Or? No, no, no. No. <laughs> People were like, wow, that's awesome. I would never wear it or buy it. But it's awesome. Very <laughs> oh, cute. Good you know? job, buddy. Yeah. Oh, and it's, an, it's, it's awesome. It yeah. is awesome. But yeah. And it's just never, it's, it's an Just amazing. trying to mix it up. Because I, I definitely think within Judaism, you know, like you should have fun with it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And and so like, I was just thinking of a way to... To spice it up. Yeah, so... I mean, I loved it, but I mean, the reason I brought it up is because I, just, yeah. I was just, I was, I was really impressed by your humbleness and your, and your giving, givingness of yourself to like sit down with me and talk shop and, and, and do that. And you gave that LA thing, the whole LA chapter, you gave it your heart and soul. All right. Um, when you had to move back to New York, what was that like for you? <laughs> well, well, first of all, when, when I met, when I, uh, in your early, early days, um, you know, when the subway uh, thing, the hi-fi, you know, like these different videos, I got friends and people are coming over to me and like, like, you're much better than Mayor K. Don't worry about it. You know, Mayor K. People were, what? People were, people were just saying that. Huh. And I was like, why, why, you know what's funny? why are we comparing? What's, right. what, people, what's going it's on It's funny. Here? People will say that about me, about you. Right. As well. Like, they're like, oh, Mandy Pellon. Well, you saw a video of Mandy Pellon. Like, there's so much trash. People are why? Like, yeah. Why do people feel the need? Yeah. And why do people look at it as like a competition? When I saw you, I was like, this is amazing. There's yeah. not many of us. And, and, and I'm admitting to her that you're an inspiration to me when it came to video creation. Yeah. There's people try to pin something to talk, something to, to gossip I, about. Yeah. They, like, you have a beard and I have a beard and we're from the same neighborhood right. and we're doing video stuff. Sure. So it's a comp... No! No, 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 no anytime, anytime I see a talented person doing something, you know, with their talent, it's like, welcome to the club. This is amazing. We don't... Ha we need more people. Right, right. You know, right. people are, are scared to let their creativeness out and and show it to the world you know mm. it's a it's a very scary thing it's well i mean with creativity comes a lot of vulnerability yeah. you gotta like show of yourself you gotta you gotta have an opinion about something and yeah. with that comes uh people will disagree with you and people will express that so it, it's definitely hard it's definitely hard to be in that like to be seen yeah yeah did but did were did you have trouble with that earlier on being seen um showing up in this space and uh i know we touched on a bit about you know being criticized through comments but right. did you have any type of support from friends or family that were like hey you know you, you got this you're doing okay um well actually the the, the at, at the beginning i my friend um created the anti-pellin blog oh yeah so, so any owned the monopoly of anything it. that i anything that i put out he dissected it and tore it apart your friend, my friend, and I asked him to do this uh -huh. because um, I, I figured it's a great uh, way to, to get out there. Amazing. It's just have people trash talk you. <laughs> so, and, and then I would comment, you know, like I would, I would comment, let's say on Facebook, I'd be like, like, can you believe this guy? And then post a link, you know, to the blog. <laughs> and then you have a bunch of people like defending me. <laughs> you know, so that's great. So you you own you own the old both spaces. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so that's very smart. That's smart marketing right there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, listen, you got to fake it till you make it. And uh, I faked the 
the the bad com. I, I even went on, you know, it was before COL, the Crown of Schmays, Crown of Info or whatever. I went on Crown of Info and I would give myself horrible comments, you know. Wow. And Angry local Crown Heister says. Yeah. You know, I, I, titles. You know, like, and, and I remember like Ben from Crown of Info called me up like, Mandy, um, you're getting some bad comments. Do you want me to let them go or should I hold them back? I'm like, let them go. Let them go. <laughs> Um, and then and then you fake it till you make it yeah eventually i got naturally really bad comments and i was like wait i didn't post that one <laughs> someone like took their time to write this whole trash talk against me that's amazing wow <laughs> you took it really you, you translated in that in that way my first real vile hate email mm. i printed out and i put on my wall woof you know what did that do for you it was it was like you know i kind of feel like you don't really uh, you don't really make something of impact unless it it hits people both ways, you mm. know. And right. um, and so like someone actually took me serious enough to take their time to write a whole long email, right? Right. right. And I was like, wow, <laughs> you you had an me? effect. Right. <laughs> You're writing an email. You're Such taking the time out of your day to really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, listen, I. It depends on what kind of the comment is. There was definitely some things that just hit me, like like mm. it really hurt. Some things really hurt. Yeah. You know, like if if they, you know, pushed it the you know said something that was uh, you know about the humor or something that was like you know personal. Well, but generally, if it was outrageous, I was like, wow, it's comedic. Yeah, actually, yeah. it's really like guess what this guy said. Yeah. What where 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 is a soft, soft yeah where is a soft spot within you that if someone says something, it would hit you. Like, what's what's that personal spot look like? Um, if they like go down, uh, you know, like personally, and uh, well, first of all, if they make fun of the comedy, mm. you know, Ooh. like if they, yeah, if they, if they're like, the you comedy. know, this was this was totally not funny at all, and they say why, and they make like a logical argument, and I was like, oh man, you know. <laughs> but if they say like. Uh, you know, this was inappropriate, da 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 da. You know, then then it's like, okay. All Have right. you ever taken down something because you realize, oh, maybe that I did cross the line there? And was there any time where you thought it through and said, ah? There there was there was uh, yeah, there were there were some times that I took stuff down. Yeah. Do you want to say it here? What this, what this, I took uh, down? Yeah, yeah. This is Howard Stern. This is Jewish Howard Stern right here. Not like Howard Stern Jewish, you know? No, no, like <laughs> like my old Rosh Yeshiva, mm -hmm. I um his kids kept on calling me because I, I took a video of him. Uh, saying the schnauzel stops here. Uh, somehow I got him to say it, and then he was like, the schnauzel stops here. What does that mean? And, and, uh, That's funny. and, and they, they were calling me up to like, my uh, dad doesn't know what it means. You know, like they were like, and and they were really getting personal. And, and I was like, all right, fine, I'll take it down. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, That's and, not yeah, there have been stuff like that where I, I realized that it, I, I think if it if it hurts somebody else, you know, that, that, then I, and, and it really hurts okay. them personally, sure. I'll take it down. But if it's just, if they think, uh, you know, like it's, it's, uh, offensive to somebody else. So they're offended on behalf of someone, you know, then like, okay, let that other person send <laughs> yeah. me a message. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. And you touched on something that, that I wanted to segue into, which was the schnazzle. Yeah. The schnazzle. I, I've used the schnazzle so many times. Oh, I'm glad to hear yeah, that. It's, yeah. It's fantastic. I, I want to hear the genesis of the word schnazzle. What's it mean? And if you would even want to motion and actually perform it, <laughs> if you like, for, the, for, for those who are for watching on a video. For the children watching, we yeah, cannot perform it. Absolutely. But um, uh, hold on. Hey. 
Hey, my wife. Yeah, Mendy's oh, wife just rolled right in yeah, yeah. mid mid uh, mid podcast. Yes, yes. Do you want to jump on? No. Okay. Get, all right. Okay. Uh, so where were we? Uh, uh, the schnazzle. Oh, the schnazzle. Uh, well, you okay. segue right into the schnazzle. Yeah, yeah. So, I wanted to know the genesis. No, it's just and all. Uh, between uh, my friends and I. It was like one of those words that you you could just use for anything. It really goes anywhere. Like oh, schnazzle. Or like, let me get some of the schnauzel. You know, like just it was a it was a good alternative word to use, and we're just uh, using it. I yeah. always thought the schnauzel was the performance of one grabbing the chin or the the bottom. Oh, of Oh, that's one's the schnoozle. The schnoozle. Yeah, Whoa. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. The schnauzel is just a word. I had a phrase that I ended the show with. The schnauzel stops a- here. And uh, sort of like the spin stops there or, or whatever. That, exactly. Right. That's where I got it from. Okay. And uh, but the schnoozle is because I was doing an interview with a guy once. And it was a night activity. I was when I was a night activity director in, in Detroit. Okay. In Detroit. Oh. And I was doing this interview with this guy that was just really um, I, I, he was annoying me a lot. Okay. So I, I just came up with it on stage to give him the schnoozle just so that the kids would see that. And for the rest of the summer, every kid was going over to him, like trying to give him the schnoozle. He's like one of those guys that had his buttons written on his forehead. Okay, right. You know? Oh, yeah. So Very it's sad. like I knew it was just going to hit him the wrong way. And then it just stuck. The schnoozle became like this uh, big thing. And what, it goes like that. Schno- yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. That's a yeah, yeah. All right. So for those... <laughs> For those who are not watching it on on the uh, on on YouTube or Facebook, the um, I applied my fingers under your well-groomed beard and mm. tickled it. Indeed, and yeah. it felt amazing. <laughs> Have you trademarked it, trademarked these words? Because, no, because no? no one else wants to really <laughs> no uh, make money go. off of it. So <laughs> um, that's 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 amazing. And we and talking about night activity, we both actually shared the title, uh, the the auspicious title of of Sumachechi in Yekka. Yes, it's a it's a club. Oh you know, gosh, we're, we're, it's, uh, we're it's part of this elite club. Oh, fantastic! For those who don't know, who do not do not know what Yekka is. Yekka is a a camp out in U- the Ukraine, which is uh, an overnight camp for children who are. In orphanages, yeah, 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 and uh, it's a Jewish camp, and uh, it's for how long was it? For a month? It's a month. Yeah, about a month. Oh yeah. my gosh! Wow, it's it's pretty crazy. It's it's, it's a wild house. It's an incredible uh, experience. Yeah, and it was an incredible experience. And these uh, these kids are like totally, uh, you know, nothing like the American kids. Oh no! I remember we had, we had one kid. We woke up this you know in the morning, and he was just missing. <laughs> he was okay. gone. This like six or seven year old kid was just gone. Yeah. And so we're looking through the whole entire camp. We cannot find him. And then after an hour, somebody had the it's like, let's go an hour, drive an hour to the city. So I don't know why he thought that. He went he went to the city and he found this kid. Where? Um in by the train station. What? He couldn't get on because he didn't have money. But he's trying to take a train seven hours to go back to his father. Oh man! And, How, wow, that's insane. And we looked in his bag, and he had he he had been taking a little bit of lunch every day for about a week. Wow, this guy's watched he's, Shawshank he's been, Redemption too many times yeah, or something. He yeah. planned this getaway for a week. <laughs> so we called up the the father, and we're like, "Hey, listen, guy, th- this is a liability for us. We can't, you know, like you got to come pick up your kid. You know what I'm saying?" And the guy's like, "Okay, okay." So he took a train, and the father was probably like sixty. He was an old guy. Yeah, and and he's and he asked if there was a place for him to stay that night, and we said you could stay in the bunk with your kid. 
Yeah. So you have all these seven year olds and this old guy, you know, sleeping in the bunk. And he, I don't know if it was lost in translation, but he just joined that bunk for the rest of the summer. <laughs> Who, the dad? The dad, the next <laughs> three weeks. He was just like in line up in the morning. He was standing straight in back of the line. He loved it. He had free meals. He didn't want to leave the place. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. That's amazing. Another extra staff member on board. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. That's incredible. That's incredible. The, um, did you have your, this is, this is some instant information from one of your, um, your previous campers, but did yeah. you have for lineup that long? You had like this long stick. Oh, the Altamira Sashimaka lineup stick stick. What? Yes. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. We won bunk competition because we were the straightest line. I had this big stick. We all colored it. I put it down on the floor and the kids went, uh, you know, put their feet against it. And then we removed the stick. And then every day when the head counselor came, they're like, wow, you guys are very straight. Mendy, yeah. seriously, like, do you feel like, I mean, you're, you're so creative, right? I mean, it's, you're so creative. Do you feel like in a way you, you haven't gotten the recognition that you deserve? Well, I, I, I honestly don't, you know, do, you know, I don't let do the creative stuff in order to get recognition for it. It's, uh, it's like, um, I need an outlet for it just to feel good about myself, but in all honesty, it's not about, you know, recognition at all. So, wow. So, yeah. and you, and you figured, Hey, I love doing this. Let me try to make this into a place where I can actually create money from this and sustain myself. Yeah. 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 I said before I, I work, uh, you know, bagging groceries at, uh, at the supermarket, let me try this. Let me see if, if what I enjoy will, will, uh, pay the bills. And so far, uh, it's just working. Yeah. You know, do you feel like you've peaked already? Have you peaked? No, no, definitely not. I'm, I'm still figuring things out like you are, you know, I'm, 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 still, out <laughs> I'm still exploring, you know, I'm still trying to figure out and the, and the, the environment is changing so quickly every yeah. single day. So, um, Does that scare you? No, no, it's, it, it makes it, it brings up more challenges. It, it, uh, you know, you try to figure out what's going to be next and try to, so you're you saying know. you're on TikTok. No, oh, no, okay. I refuse TikTok. Yeah, what? The kids, what are you talking about? I don't know. I never got you. Are you on TikTok? I actually okay. am on TikTok. I'm not posting as often as I as I. Dude, you got would be on. you. I wish I had your energy. You got like like so much energy. I've got yes. I'm I, I don't have that kind of energy. What are you, I can't be. I I'm a, I maxed out my social platforms. I can't do another one. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I'll be honest with you. I've 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 come to a point where I'm like another one. Another one. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It's, it takes a lot. It takes a lot, of, and, and I'm a single guy. I mean, you also have like you know the wife going on, yeah. and you got the kids. How yeah, many four, kids? Four kids. Four kids. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's it's it's, it's incredible. Is it? Is it? <laughs> You're saying it like <laughs> you know from experience. Blink twice if you want me to save you. <laughs> as the no, wife, no, it is no, it is amazing. It really yeah. is amazing. There's see, nothing. Nothing. Say it three more times. I'll believe you. There's nothing better. Yeah. Let me tell you something. There's nothing better. And I'm not one of those people trying to like push this kind of lifestyle or anything. There's nothing better than like sharing an authentic laugh with your kid. It's just wow. amazing, amazing. Oh, Yeah, they're the, be the best audience. If you're able to get them to laugh, it's like- Cause oh, they're honest, right? Good. They're honest, yeah. they're real. Do you, are you Mendy, the Mendy Pellon that we know from online, are you like that at home? Is it consistent? How, how is that? Different? It's very tricky mm -hmm. because uh, if I go too far uh, in the Sumashechi craziness, um, then my kids, uh, will take it to the next level and then I won't be able to put them to bed, you know? So right. it's like, I have to learn to like, you know, put on the role of like, let's go. I have 
I have five jokes that I could tell you right now that would be amazing that I really want to say, but I'm going to control myself because, you know, it, <laughs> you or else you're going to go to bed at, at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> so it takes a lot of self-control. Yeah. And and how is that relationship like work with the, with, with the wife? You know, is that, are you, how, how do you show up in that, you know, in that arena? Are you always making jokes? Are you always, you know, f- cracking, you know, one liner here and there? Uh, thank God she has a different kind of sense of humor. Mm. Okay. Yeah. She, she like laughs when the fat person falls down. You know what I'm saying? Like that, those kinds of humor. So it's, uh, you know, you, you I, I'll just, I, I test out material a lot, like at the Shabbos table, whatever. And sometimes I'll get the look like, like, <laughs> you know, not now. Right, right, right. <laughs> so hence, hence why you didn't marry a, fa- a fan. Right? Just always <laughs> be all, all right, man, you, need, you need, you need someone to keep your feet on the ground, you know? Mm. That's true. So I mean, right. And how is it? I, I have some questions from uh, people on Instagram for you. I know, like, you're supposed to oh, ask me questions. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. No, but we'll I, be, I put out there. Well, okay, well, before, yeah. before you jump to your questions that you put yeah. on Instagram, because I also posted about, you know, I have questions from my my peeps uh, okay. about you. You're about to say we, fans, and you didn't want to say fans. Very so. good. Okay. <laughs> good call. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's dissect, dissect that. Yeah, because okay. you know what? Yeah, I, I have, it's weird. Is I, it weird? Yeah, it, it is I, weird. I, I, I like to use the like, word. Like, who com- do you think you are to have fans? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, maybe it comes from a place of that. I, want, I, want, I like to use the word community or family and or friends. Right. Yeah, it is strange. When no, it is. Go. It is true. It, 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 you know, like when I was getting hundreds of emails, I made sure to like respond to each one of them. Mm. You yeah. know, someone was like, "Oh, what do you mean they're fans? They don't expect you." And I'm like, "I'm like, no, the people that like took their you time out, people, right? They took their time out to write me. I got to write back to them." And mm. I remember I got my my first uh, like big production job in L.A. and the head writer. Um, um, who a lot of people didn't get along with. Right away, he he was he was a big a fan of mine, if you want to say, right. because a, a years back his daughter emailed me, and I responded with a like a full length response, and he was blown away by that. Wow! So like he had this respect for me. you know like you never know. Yeah. I I didn't do it for that, but I'm just saying like it, you never know. Okay, it, right? You showed it, up as a human being. You yeah, know, yeah. And, it's and, very it is very important to uh, you know I like that, but you could call them fans because they don't uh, they don't really know you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think I, I think that's a good definition to a fan is right. someone that doesn't know you. It's okay. Fair enough. Right. Right. Although I think a fan is someone that doesn't know you. Let me let me continue. If they don't know you and they root for you. And they laugh at you, and then they boo you when you do something that they don't agree with or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's a fan. Mm-hmm. A community is someone that like, oh, okay, I see he's going down that road. It's not working out, but you know, I'm gonna root him on, and and we'll go through this journey. That's more of a community. That's really yeah. yeah. That's 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 a really great definition. Have do you feel like you've built yourself a community? Is that something that you're striving for, or building on, or? Um, I definitely have like uh, you know you have your old, your, your fan I have, your, yeah, your community I have, from I have people that I, I get feedback TV from days. and I respect a lot you know and then some people that like I know that they're just you know yeah blown off steam and whatever you know well before we jump into the, the questions I I did ask you earlier on about that transition from LA to New York and you, we got a sound effect for New York and, <laughs> there you as go. we talk Aren't about you? it yeah all right thank you Hatsala. Showroom, we're good. Well, first of all, when I came back, I realized that the police now have have sirens that have bass to it now. Oh when I when I went to LA, it was just like, you know, now it's like, 
<laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, like you feel oh, it we, when their siren oh, goes off. Oh, absolutely. We're, we're also deep in the hood right now. So like, you know, just, I think it's more of a cultural thing, you know, there's just feeling with the vibe. And there's a lot of bass. A lot of bass. <laughs> yeah. In this yeah. community. I feel like you're also avoiding the question for a while. I am. I am. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. Honestly, I went, I, went to, I went to LA because there's a lot of creative outlets over there. And um, I was hoping to break the ice and family and friends. I invited them over to, I was hoping that they would also move there and create like another thing, an mm. alternative to the hood in Brooklyn. And, um, and yeah, no one followed at all. You're just after alone. Yeah, no one. So after eight, nine years. Wow. Um, and what were your goals? What were your goals there? To be a screenwriter, to be a stand-up comic, um, all of the above? Yeah, that was a that yeah. I mean, it was it was just to be in production, you know, whether it's behind the camera, in front of the camera. You know, I just love the creativity wherever it was, and I definitely had a lot of fun working with a lot of celebrities and uh, doing a lot of things. But at a certain point, yeah, yeah. But at a certain point, I you know my kids before they get too old, I didn't want them to miss out and growing up with cousins and family and whatever. So made the hard decision to move back here, but. There's so much creativity in New York. It's uh, when I was in LA, I found myself flying off into New York because a lot of projects are here. Sure. So you know, there's a lot going on here. Do you feel that in a certain way you failed yourself for moving back to New York? No, no, okay. no, no. I, I didn't. Uh, it's it's just part of the journey. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I'll be because I, I may I'm just projecting because for yeah. me that's a big fear of mine because I have I have a I have thoughts and for me I think like people want to move to New York to the big city like I have. I've always had this idea of moving to LA. Right, you told me. Yeah, and this was I told you this what years ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I still have yet to do it. And and what I told you was, was uh, the that a lot of people just go to LA because like right. oh the movies the, the you know whatever yeah unless you like have a specific plan in mind you're just gonna get lost with the rest of these people that are just uh, yeah, you know just, I was once uh, I will walk on on this show right. but I, I'm working on this screenplay that well you know mm -hmm. that this and this person is interested in if that person signs up and and then I have to go back to my box to go back to sleep you know right, right. <laughs> there's a lot, a lot of, of it's a lot of like oh I know this person that person true I hear, right totally totally but I think also there's a lot of fear there and also I have this fear of like if I don't make it back there then I have to come back like I come back to New York it's like oh you didn't you know you didn't do it but of course that's not you know it's not it's not true right, right. I mean, and also New York of, a lot of also New York LA I, yeah, you know by coastal sure yeah it's it's really that there's so many uh productions going on in New York mm. um and a lot of films moved out of LA. Yeah, I mean, you know, totally, absolutely. But there's still, I feel like there's still like this pull, like you know, even from like a, in the inner child is like, you know, LA, LA. It's you know. Nah, I hear you. We'll see. We'll see. You can let it out of your system for two years. You know what I'm right, saying? Why correct. not? Yeah, I'm still young. You you are young. You are young. Don't beat yourself up. Oh, I remember when I when, by 19th birthday, I remember I couldn't get out of bed. I was so depressed. By 19th. 19th yeah. because yeah. I felt like a failure. I was like, I'm like, what did I accomplish? What did I accomplish? <laughs> oh gosh! I was, I was wow. like, so serious. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm 19 already, and look at me now. What do I have to show for it? Were you just coming out of like high school? Or I, I was like in yeshiva in Sfat, oh god, Israel, yeah. and I was just like, I was like. What's the point? Like, yeah, I don't even know what direction I'm going in. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I want to do. And Easy. I'm, and it's already over. I'm 19. <laughs> I'm already an old man. <laughs> Heck, man. I mean, three years later, getting married. But you're doing, you're doing very well, pretty well for yourself. But, you know, every, every, 
every comedian, as as we all know, has like this, you know, this more serious and like I would say serious and deep side to them. What's where is that? Where do you stem from? Where's that stem from? Your comedy? What are you What are you trying to? What are you I don't know if to? anyone wants to hear that stuff. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's the beautiful thing about the podcast, right? I mean, that's I think it's it's a perfect place for to that for that. I'm curious to know, right? Um, well, listen, I you know I had a, I grew up uh, had a, a rough life, you know, and I think that comedy was a uh, a definite uh, way um, to cope with a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, but you know, but even before it got really tough, I was always the class clown. I just enjoyed if I saw like an opportunity for a joke, I just you know jumped on it. I jumped on it. But usually, so. the class clown shows up as a class clown because of you know what's what's going on right in their in their in their life out of school. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it, uh, you know, it definitely, um, I, my father died when I was young. Oh, uh, when I was a kid, I was 10. Okay. And, uh, you know, he, it was, it was, it was a, it was a, it was a sudden stroke and, um, you know, I, I, and, and some other different, uh, you know, challenges, but um, you want to go there be, between comedy and between having the attitude of like, um, you know, solution, not, not focusing on the problem. Mm-hmm. That was that was like that. That is how I'm wired. Yeah. I'm always like, OK, what's the solution? We got this problem. Okay. What's the what? How do we figure it out? You know, my earliest childhood memory. Yeah. I think it was like I was probably like three years old, maybe even two. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Wild. And um. And I remember my, uh, and we we had just moved to Crown Heights, and I remember like we're in the car on the way back from Toys R Us, and I remember my parents telling me like, you got to be very careful. There's a lot of bad people in this area, so you got to be very careful not to talk to anyone, run away from anyone. If anyone picks you up, bite them. Like that was that was the instructions. I got to bite them. That was my instructions. I don't know. Just, just bite them as hard as you don't could. Let go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, that, so these were my tools that I had. So we, we pull up to the house and I slowly see all of my family just leaving and going to the house and I'm in my car seat. Wow. And I, they just go into the house and it's nighttime. Oh my gosh. Oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh. And abandonment more and than I'm, one right there. And I'm like, hello, hello. <laughs> right. What about, I'm here. Yeah. Um, so. Wow. And so I remember like right away, I just, uh, you know, got into the attitude of, of like, I don't want to yell because I see some, you know, people playing basketball over there. I don't want to get attention. I just got to, I got to figure out a way out of here. You start biting at the seatbelt. Like so no, so I, I, it took me a long time, but I, I got out of that car seat. I remember it like clear as day because I guess it was so traumatic. I got out of that car seat and then I go to the, open the door and, it, and to open the lock it it didn't have the plastic piece on the lock. Oh, yeah, it was sure. just you like the screw. No hold that up. was no screw. You needed like a really strong. It was just a screw. It was like an old car. Oh, man. And it's a hard so, Yeah, so I couldn't open. I'm like trying to open the thing, you know. And then I uh, think back then you had to roll down the window. So then I rolled down the window and I remember looking down and I was like, oh my gosh, it's so far down. Mm-hmm. There's no way I could get down. And then I'm like looking around. I see the 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 seatbelt and i use that to like lower no, myself out of the car this yeah is yeah a yeah short film right here this yeah is I, like... I use that to lower myself out and then i went and i ran for my life back to my house and oh my and i remember my father was like just 
beyond amazed. He like took me back outside. And I remember like his reaction of just like in shock, like he sees the seatbelt out of this, the car with the window open. But it, you know, it was like a kind of attitude of like, you know, if you get, uh, if something, you get in a situation, just there's a solution to everything and just try to find the solution. That's how I've been wired, uh, you know, ever since. So either laugh it off or figure out a solution. Mm, you know wow that's that's incredible so someone who is who is going through a challenging time now yeah i mean that those would be the two the two uh pieces of advice well i mean also that if you cannot find a solution it means that your head is right now not in a place that you can find a solution and um you know just wait wait till you you will get into a place the solution will come don't don't have the spear and just you know, do your thing. Mm. Fair enough. That's my my words of wisdom. <sighs> I got chills. Those are great. Yeah. Are great. Yeah. You guys questions for me? Oh, yeah, I, I do. You want me to ask you questions? Well, a couple. I, I want to pull up mine from from the gram as well. And we could like, you know, go okay. for one for one for a bit. So let's see. Someone said they have a uh, offering a 10% discount on cosmetology services. I got that too. <laughs> um, Ashley Blaker wants to know how much money you make oh t- he asked me that about you he, well he asked he asked that's very yeah. funny ashley baker yeah, yeah, yeah well, that's great ashley he's a funny guy how much do i make not enough but you know it's it's great i'm 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 a full on creative person also i've been telling myself you know the things i tell me the belief systems i've created for myself is i told myself i'm not i'm creative so i'm not a business person like oh what do i do like i freeze up when people ask me like rates and i've gotten better at it and i've also had fortunate enough to like had had and have a manager to help me work on that aspect when it comes to it so i like to hand that off right um and and focus on what i'm good at that being said i've gotten better at 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 dealing with those kind of questions understanding i think comes out to also one's self-worth like understanding like hey you know what I'm bringing to the table and just seeing myself as, 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 as a value yep. and just being comfortable in that and not second guess myself. And, and, I, and I really hope at your stage of life, you're not making too much money because mm. you're, you're taking on and doing stuff that, that uh, builds the future and that you like, you know what I'm saying? While, while you, have, you have one mouth to feed, yeah. you're, you're focused on doing stuff for you to build you up, to do things for you. And you're shutting other doors. You know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, more now than before. Yeah, for sure. There was a period where I wasn't doing that. Right. Um, but that led me to a space now where I'm like, okay, whoa, wait a second. This is such a great opportunity. Let me take time to feed myself and and pursue creative creative pursuits that I perhaps won't have the ability to do when I have those responsibilities. Yeah. yeah. So absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Um, Someone asked, when is the next collab? Our last collaboration, we uh, we did some sketches uh, together, put on robes. We did like weird stuff. That and one, I got to tell people don't realize you are a good actor. You're you're a good actor. You have to tell people. They no, can't tell us through the video itself. I'm, I'm saying, you know, you you see you see you you know like uh, this is Mayor K. You know, like you, hey, with energy. Buddy. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's like you got the energy and stuff like that. Yeah. But just in terms of getting into character and putting, like, I was pretty very very impressed. Oh. You know, Thanks. like, like getting into character exactly. and like authentically just acting. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, I appreciate that coming from a, a producer, director, and actor yourself. Um, you know, talent sees talent. I see that. I, see, I you. see you, brother. I see you too. Why? Someone asked. Uh, okay. 
We could bring them. The in. kids are coming. The kids are arriving. Oh, you're oh, incredible. Okay, okay no, we Rob, could, we're, we're going. It's, it's good. We could bring cruising. them in. We can. We yeah. could talk to them. Yeah. Okay. Um, we could want to go wrap up in five minutes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, 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 totally. You, life's yeah. happening. We yeah, can, yeah, 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 yeah. It's we, fine. You've it's been fine. so generous with your time. We are, we are in my house, and um, this has happened. The kids are coming home from yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. And that's, life that's, is happening. That's what happens when you film in the house. That's it. This <laughs> is what's going on. Yeah. So for those who are listening, uh, many Pellin's kids will be arriving home from school in three, two, two one. Yeah, they are of the louder bunch they are no one so before you know as to start wrapping this up and to give some credit to the instagram questions um one person asked why did you stop performing stand-up oh uh i was just working on um you know with with stand-up you really got to do it uh in order to be good you got to do it every single night or a couple times a week um many shows to really sharpen and stay fresh mm -hmm. and what i found myself doing is just these big well-paying gigs yeah. that to do stand-up and yeah, i was rusty and i just didn't want to have that um you know just give people a, a you know a product that is not of great quality when i know it could be a lot better so i just put that on pause until you know, I'm in a space, if I ever get to a space very hard, you know, with a whole family, it's a tough life to, yeah. to be a comic, you oh, know? Oh, yeah. It's, so I'm more in focus on production now and writing. Cool. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And another question is, I mean, are you still boys? Are you still close with Matis Yao? A lot of your pre older videos were with Matis Yao. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love the one with the Breslov books. <laughs> oh, great yeah. reveal, great sketch, just building up with this awesome stuff yeah they, uh, just for people that haven't seen it, it's basically yeah uh we're um i'm sitting and eating in a restaurant right. and then one of these breastlev guys hands me a book uh after i say like you know i need more meaning in my life and then he hands me a book like that says more meaning in your life and i was like hey could you pass the salt and it's like add salt to your life like he was giving me a book based on everything i yeah. said and um and basically uh, it was revealed that it was Matisio because back in the day everyone was 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 calling Matisio who um, Breslov. Right. It was like uh, he went from that Chabad. stage of Chabad to Breslov. And hey, Isaac. And that's it. The kids are home. Yeah, it's fine. We could continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't mind a little noise? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Here, Isaac, come. Wow. Here, watch out! Watch, uh, just hold it's on. It's everywhere. On. They're coming from everywhere. Hold on to the front door, a upstairs. Amazing. Yeah, let, let him in. You can sit on my lap. What's going on? Abba's on a podcast. Watch out! Here we go. This is Sheva over here. Isaac, Hinda, Hinda's friend. Hey, everybody. Whoop! I'm Mayor and, K. And um, and then Yosef's not here. He's still in school. Okay, nice. So, oh, wow. I, Isaac, how you doing, buddy? You want to sing a song? <laughs> the good morning train is coming. How are you? Choo choo. The good morning train is coming. How are you? Choo choo. And we say hello to Isaac. Hey Isaac. Yeah, it takes a few minutes for, yeah, for yeah, the kids yeah, to warm yeah. up. It gets really awkward when kids, when parents say, "Oh my God, my kids are a big fan." And they start schlepping them away from, let's oh say, the magician, gosh, yeah. and they bring them in front, and the kids just start crying or run away or yeah. they're super awkward. I'm like, yeah. 
You yeah. know that you know the he, parents are the big fans. You know they're, right. they're using their kids so that they don't look like idiots. <laughs> right. That's usually you, the right. case. The, 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 sometimes you know, like a lot of the moms come to town. I get stopped a little time to take selfies. Oh yeah, like, they're oh, like my for my kids. Fans. I gotta send the picture to my kids. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. I make sure. And yeah. then I meet the kids. And I'm like, oh, my, my parents are a big fan. I want to take a picture with you. I'm like, got it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No one is the uh, right. Right. No one wants to say, hey, I like your stuff. Yeah. You no. Know, no one wants to say. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, so for, so for the young, for the young or, or for the old, or yeah, ch- yeah. for the kids at heart, for the creators out there who uh, want to step into this space of creative, creative pursuits. Yeah. We're filming right now. Yeah, we are. We're yeah. Really filming right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for the, ki- for the kids at home, kids, kids at heart who are getting to the creative space, what tips, what kind of advice, what kind of wisdom would you share from your experience of, of what to do, what not to do and how to show up? Uh, I think the, the main thing is don't wait for anybody to uh, define you. You define yourself and just go for it. And you can constantly change your, the definition of yourself. And, and I, like you just got to make it. In this day and age, you can really, you can really if you want to put in the hard work, you can make it yourself. You don't have to wait for anybody. Right. And so just, just let out your creativity. Let it go. Yeah, don't and also and also speak to someone like if there's some someone that you uh, is, that you can tell that is a uh, is where you want to be. Say, hey, let's have a drink. Can we have a drink. You know, mo- I think most people that are comfortable with themselves that uh, have have made it to where you want to go, um, they'd love to give you some tips on how not to make mistakes. You know, along the road. The road. So, mm, right. you know, <laughs> there you go. Boom. Bam. Bam. On that note. Like, Half the yeah. kids left. Hey, Sheva, you wanna you wanna answer a question? <laughs> yeah. No. Sheva, Sheva, you wanna get some? You wanna say hi to everybody? Here, come, come. You wanna sit on my lap? No. <laughs> no. That, what what video? What what video is is he on? We were just listening this morning. Yeah. Uh, the Benny Friedman. Uh, oh, are you a fan? Do you like? Do you have you seen any of my videos, Shevi? The Machabracha, Ibranochi. Oh, that's right. Machabracha was a big hit in this house for a while. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Until everyone got so sick of it it because they played it so many times. Yeah. With you pouring invisible water onto your hands. Oh, okay. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Where's the water? I I mean, now in hindsight, that was a creative approach we wanted to go with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I really do it in post. I appreciated that video. That was good. That was good. Thanks. Thanks. That was that was a, that was actually one of the most that was a very exciting video. I think it was one of my more professional videos, right? But also one of the most expensive videos to produce. It had a fun vibe to it, and, yeah. and also professional look. It was, Thank uh, you. It had the combination yeah. of two. For the community that was that was serving, though, people don't really appreciate that. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's hard. It's hard to watch like horrible, poorly produced videos, and you see like tons of comments like, "Wow, amazing, yes. brilliant, yeah. Hollywood." And I'm like, really? Like, I I spend so much time on the other thing. Totally. <laughs> like, you're giving that. That's the one that they got them going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think we, these. By the way, I think these days it's it's people it's, have been so uh, um, are so immune to seeing just crazy visual effects that it doesn't phase them. So like these days, it's all about the script, the writing, the, the content. content. The it's content, all about the, the content. You're you know, sure. like where do you see Jewish entertainment going? Um, that's a good question. Um, I think, I think, I think we're going to see like a Netflix kind of, uh, 
Some would build a a, a paper play, yeah. you know, a, a, a like a flat rate where you just get content. I've been thinking, I thought about it for a while know. myself to create that. I'm sure you've come. I'm sure. I mean, yeah. I know many people have. It's why a do you huge think, job. Why? You know? like, what? What is it? Like, why do you think that hasn't been developed yet? The Jewish Netflix. Well, I th- I think the the market is limited. Yeah. So, it's a, it's Sorry. very risky. You need you need to have someone that has deep pockets to to fund it to get it started. Yeah. You know, that's you, you can we can like you need you need a bunch of producers working on simultaneously on a lot of projects okay. together. Uh, to and it really has to be good enough, I guess, to it, to it, because you're, then you're competing with Netflix yeah. and, and Amazon. And also, and people are are trained to get things for free, mm. so people right. don't want to have to pay for stuff. They don't realize how much goes into production. Right. That's so true. so it's uh, it's kind of retraining their, um, you know. By the way, that noise they hear in the background. <laughs> That's uh, my Isaac right here. Yeah, Isaac sitting on his little lap. He's a little, con- he's a little congested. Yeah. Oh, I love this kid. Sheva. Sheva. What's- Do you know that Sheva called me today? And she, on the phone, she's like, Abba, uh, hang on. I want to I wanna uh, get closer to the phone, get closer to the phone. I'm going to give you a kiss. Oh. And she goes, mwah. Yeah. Wow. Sheva, do you, what's, Sheva, What's uh, your favorite video from Daddy, from Abba? You want to say it to Is the microphone? S- yeah. No? No. no. Okay. Do you, wanna, do you wanna make videos when you grow up? Wait, okay. I ma- I've, I've made videos with her. She, yeah? She, uh, you know, she, she's very good at giving like uh, tutorials on LOL dolls and Hatchimals. Huh? Yeah, yeah, and she gave me. The, she even gave me like when I was filming. Uh, she like told me what poses to go in to go like this. She gave me ideas. Oh yeah. wow, okay. She really all right. Yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah, Beautiful. What can you What can you do with coffee. this? What pose can you do with all this? What, what, would, what would work for this? It's hard to work with. I know. Yeah. All right, the John Stewart with the beard. It is. Um, I think it's coming to that time. Let's wrap it up. Uh, yeah, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Mayor K, I just want to tell you that you. you What's that, Isaac? This is yeah. The, yeah. There's not much coffee left of this. Yeah, that's, that's like a not much going like, on there. That's adult Gerber baby. He loves coffee. Yeah, really. I mean, he loves the sitting on my lap while I drink coffee. Like he, like if he sees me drinking coffee, he the has fumes of ca- of, of the caffeine. He, just, he's just a secondhand excited. coffee drinker. Like <laughs> he, he must be sitting on my lap to have the coffee. Um, that's so true. that's great. He's a good coffee partner. Mandy. Um, yeah, but I, I, I love, listen, on a serious note, whoa, this was now all... Now we want to get serious? Yeah. I want to go back to the childhood stuff <laughs> then if we're getting serious again. The, the, no, yeah. the, seriously, yeah. the, what, the, the stuff that you've been putting out, the, uh, the you know, like you've gone from emotional to, to inspiring to funny and, and quality, quality good stuff. And and uh, I and I just got to tell you, kudos, brother. You, you're like, you... You know, keep it up. You're doing a, you. you're doing a amazing, amazing, amazing work, and and the most the hardest work is on yourself. What you're doing now. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and sure. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, uh, it's pleas- yeah, I appreciate, it. and you as well, with you as well, with your with your pivots and and to able to continue to doing what you love and and transitioning with, like you said, the many mouths to feed, having a family, wife, and kids. Um, You've you really inspired a generation of creators like myself, and uh, may you be yeah go from strength to strength, man, making us 
laugh and and be entertained and uh, and to see the joy in life. Thank you, brother. Yeah, Thank you. I appreciate you. Mendy, where can people like find you know connect with you or find your stuff on uh, Twitter, Mendy TV, M E N D Y TV, Instagram, M E N D Y P E L L I N, Mendy Pellin. Um, you know, if you're following those, you'll probably see something that's going on. <laughs> All right. So, and where can people find you? Right here on the Have a Great Day podcast with Mayor K. With Mayor K. Do you want to do the one one last time? The schnazzle stops here. The schnazzle. Stops here because we are with Mayor K. Have a great day. Bam. Thanks, Betty. Oh, there it is. There we go. The wave. Mm, It's an eyebrow eyebrow. The eyebrow. Yeah. Oh, you look in your camera. Look at my camera. Here we go. One, two, three, go. All right. For those listening, we're just moving our eyebrows at the cameras. This is great for radio. All right. Let's call it a day. Yeah, let's call it a day. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you, Mendy Pellin, for taking the time to join me on this podcast. And don't forget to subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Leave a comment. Rate this podcast. Share it with your friends and family. It goes a long, long way. And be sure to tune in Mondays for the next new, brand new episode of the Great Day Podcast. Big, big shout out and thanks to our sponsor, Munch Media, munchmedia.net. For all your video production needs from documentaries, music videos, gala dinners, whatever, whatever you need, whatever you need, it has it needs a video, stop by munchmedia.net. They'll be sure to help you out. All right, friends. Like I always say, stay positive, be happy. I'm Mayor K, and let's say it all together. Have a great day. Have a great day.